0: Welcome to the Encouraged Mom Cast, where our goal is to encourage moms in their vocation by seeking the Lord's heart. Using testimonies from moms experiencing transformation, spiritual advice, and tips on how to minister to your family from the heart of the Father, we want to challenge you to go deeper in your relationship with God so that you can love and thrive in the supernatural lifestyle that is Christian motherhood. Join us every other week to dive into discerning where God is leading you to a more encouraged life. Hey guys, just wanted to hop on real quick before we jump into this episode on dealing with the mindset of fear. So if you didn't know already, with each episode on Spotify, you can answer the question that I post and it helps us reach more people and get feedback on maybe some things that we can do in future episodes. So last episode, we talked about breaking our impulses to sin and I asked what the craziest time of day was in your household. And most of the answers ended up being right after nap slash right after school and right before supper. And I love that because that is the craziest time in my household too. And I'm curious to know if you guys would like me to do an episode on how to handle the chaotic moments in your day, or maybe some tips or some prayers. I would love to hear your feedback. You can email me Jillian, J-I-L-L-I-A-N at theencouragedmom.com. Or you can reach out to me on Instagram at Jilogic, J-I-L-L-O-G-I-C, underscore, to give me your feedback. And now, enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome back to this episode of the Encouraged Momcast. I am really looking forward to sharing with you today About This mindset of fear that moms tend to walk in and I think it's a culmination of a lot of things I think that it's the culture a little bit. I think it's our Rampant desire to fit in this fear of man that we operate in I think it's a little bit distrust in the father from whatever wounds we're walking in But regardless of what it is I know for a fact that Christ does not call us to walk in fear, but to walk with him Through everything that we're going through. So today we're going to talk about how to get rid of this mindset of fear. We're going to dive into some scripture on it, and we're just going to let the Holy Spirit pour out anything and everything that he wants to, to help us grow in this gift of walking in freedom without fear. So I just pray that the Lord opens your heart to a posture of openness and receptivity to receive what you need to receive from this episode and then we will get started. But beforehand, thank you for being here. If you're a sometimes listener or an always listener, I'm so glad that you join us and that you continue to support this ministry through your listening. It truly helps us reach more people. And if you would like, follow and or leave a review or rating wherever you listen to podcasts, that will help us get into the hands of more moms who need this. So let's dive right in. I want to start With Matthew 8, 23 through 27. So this is the story of the Lord calming the storm at sea. And I think that this kind of encapsulates how we experience fear in the day to day. We just kind of see these storms well up and then we don't know what to do about it. And he calls us in the story to go back to listening to him, to engaging him in conversation so that we can... See the solution because our God is not a problem oriented God, He is a solution oriented one. Otherwise, salvation history would not be a thing. So, let's read this. He got into a boat and his disciples followed him. Suddenly, a violent storm came up on the sea, so that the boat was being swamped by waves, but he was asleep. They came and woke him, saying, Lord, save us, we are perishing. He said to them, Why are you terrified? Oh, you of little faith. Then he got up, rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was great calm. The men were amazed and said, What sort of man is this whom even the winds and sea obey? Man, how many times in the day today do you feel like you are swamped by the waves? That you feel like the boat is rocking, that you feel like it's just going to all culminate into this great release of anger or frustration or pain or whatever it is that you might be experiencing in in the moment or whatever chaos you might see in the toddler or the teenager or at any age in between or the baby that's struggling to sleep because they're teething the lord is there through all of it And I want to make two notes on this story about this mindset of fear, because the disciples are walking in it. They see the problem at hand, that there's a storm, it's rocking the boat, and it's causing a problem. But the Lord sees his authority in the situation and changes the outcome by operating from the authority of the Father. Also want to note how at peace he is, even though there's a storm on the boat. If you think about biblical times, it's not like it was a yacht. It's not like there were cushions. He was probably just sleeping on this wooden boat. And can you imagine through each storm in life, just sleeping, just resting, just knowing that the Lord is there to take care of you. And he knew that the father was right there to take care of him. And that is why he was able to rest in complete and utter peace. And I love that about this story because I think Jesus represents the goal and the disciples represent what we're often operating in as moms. Fear that things won't turn out right. Fear that we're not doing enough. Fear that we're not disciplining correctly. Fear that we didn't feed our kid the right thing for lunch and it's going to cause all hell to break loose. The world has taught us to operate in fear And the Lord teaches us to operate in him so that we see solutions to problems and not more problems. So let's strive to be like Jesus in this story and to just rest in what the Father is asking us to do. I want you to take a minute and just think of a tangible moment that you're going through right now, a tangible experience of fear that you have. Maybe it's fear of pregnancy. Maybe it's fear of giving birth. Maybe it's fear of discipline. Maybe it's fear of you. Maybe you fear what you yourself can bring to the table. Maybe you know that you have a strong temper. Maybe you know that you're not operating in something correctly, but you can't put your finger on it. If you're struggling with any of these things or none of those things, I want you to tangibly think about where you might be operating in the mindset of fear this week and ask the Lord what he wants to do about it. Ask him what the solution is. Ask him how to calm the storm because there are a lot of tangible examples that I can give you in how to calm the storm in your mind when it rears up. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. What matters is how the Lord wants to solve the problem at hand. And we need to just get in the routine of asking him what that looks like. It'll be different for everybody. But here's a great example. I, when I first got married, first found out I was pregnant, was really scared about giving birth. Because my mom had very traumatic birth experiences. She had four C-sections. The first one was me and I was an emergency C-section and it was just a huge debacle. And in full honestly, I was terrified that I too would have C-sections that I too would be put under the knife. And it, it scared me for a lot of reasons. I also remember being 10 and, and seeing her C-section scar and the staples when I was going to the hospital to see my little sister after she was born. And those things really impacted my perception of giving birth. But I also was walking in the lie that I am my mom. And while I'm a lot like my mom, and I hear it a lot, and it's a huge blessing to be like my mom, God created us uniquely. And things that impacted her and impacted her ability to give birth were not things that impacted me and my ability to give birth. So praise God through a lot of prayer and a lot of preparation and seeking his heart on how he wanted to change that mindset for me. I have given birth naturally to both of my children thus far. And I think that the only difference between it is that the Lord helped me prepare. He gives me books. He gives me podcasts. He puts things in my path because I'm a knowledge seeker. And that's how I operate in a lot of the gifts that he gives me and experience my faith is through the knowledge that he puts in front of my path. I'm actually finding it's a way that he loves me. Um, there are a lot of times where I will say, no, I'm not going to buy this book. I'm not going to do this. I have a long list. I know I want to read it, but I'm just not going to do it right now. And he will put the book in my path anyway, or he'll bring me four or five books. And it just reminds me that even though I might think that I do too much, he does not always feel that way. And he will bless me with whatever needs to be in my path in that moment. And he did that as I was preparing to give birth to my first child. And then I did it again with my second child because I didn't have a birth the first time that I loved and I wanted to... Change that with the second birth. And he has blessed me immensely. So that's, that's a tangible example. I also struggle a lot with fear and anxiety around, you know, my kids, if they sleep a little long, I'm thinking to myself, okay, do I need to check on them? Is there something seriously wrong? And these struggles have brought me to this point, And a lot of conversations with you guys about how we need to not walk in the spirit of fear. But we need to walk, in the spirit of love and power because the Lord does not have that in his heart for us which leads me to first Corinthians three sixteen. do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwells in you if anyone destroys God's temple God will destroy that person for the temple of God which you are is holy. I think that the Lord is calling us to this understanding of holiness, that we are temples of the Holy Spirit. And then if we begin to destroy the temple within us, we have to ask the Lord to rebuild it and to work with him to get rid of the things standing in the way of our identity. Because fear is an identity issue. If we are walking in fear of anything, we are walking in fear of that the Lord is not going to take care of it. But this verse says that you are his and he's going to take care of what is his. I say this a lot, but man, if the Lord stopped thinking about you for a second, you wouldn't be breathing right now. You wouldn't exist. You are always on his mind. And because he is limitless, he can perpetually think about everything, everyone, and every thing that's operating in this world. He knows which blade of grass is going to grow at which rate. He knows what leaves are going to fall at what second. And he knows every breath and every moment of your life. And it's precious to him. So much so that he sent his only son to die for us so that we could be his temples. So that the spirit could dwell within us and that we could bring about the kingdom of God. Through which he brings about redemption through his son and through the continuous process of humanity, choosing to work with him on anything that he calls us to. And that's why we have to escape this mindset of fear. It is not for us. It is not who we are called to be. And it is not where God wants us to exist. So let's talk a little bit about approaching the Lord's heart on this matter and getting rid of that mindset of fear. So the first thing you want to do is you want to identify any lies and anything that causes you to operate in that fear. In my example earlier, it was the history of my family with giving birth. That is the lie that I will be just like my mom was what I was operating in. But we all know that we are each parts of the body of Christ and we are each made uniquely in his image. And I talk with my mom now and she talks about how she went through a lot of trauma and the reproductive system is one of the most sensitive in the body and that trauma I think she says greatly impacted her ability to have children. And there's a lot of stuff you can go look at that is a running conversation that we have and I did not have that trauma, praise God that I had to walk through before having kids. So that's a big difference between the two of us. We identified that lie, and this was something I walked through with her. I said, mom, I'm really scared to give birth. And she told me, you know what? You're not going to be like me. You're going to be like you, and God is going to lead you through it and ask you to do what he needs you to do in the process the way that he wants your story to unfold. And in your friendship with him, you can work with him on what that looks like. So first birth, I said, Lord, just don't make it a C-section. Second birth, I said, Lord, just don't push me past my due date so they don't want to induce me and I can do this naturally. He wants to work with you on this. So wherever your area of fear is in your life, identify what it is, fear of your anger, fear of not being good enough, fear of doing something that's going to cause a problem down the line. For example, We often operate in the wounds that we received from our parents. This would be an opportunity for you to say, okay, I don't want to wound my children the way my parents wounded me, but instead of taking the avenue of control, you can take the avenue of seeking the Lord's heart and how you choose not to do that. But you don't do it from a spirit of fear. You do it from a spirit of total reliance on God. And the reason the enemy likes to say, fear this, fear this, fear this is because if we fear it, we want to control it. And if we're trying to control it, we're not relinquishing it to the Lord and allowing him to work through us to accomplish a greater good. And that's the problem. So this little eye of the enemy that tends you to fear is what we really need to just tackle. So first John five or first John four, verse 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. And so one who fears is not yet perfect in love. Amen or ouch? I love that saying from Archbishop Espiat. Amen or ouch? It's a little bit of both. Amen, that perfect love casts out fear. And who is perfect love? Jesus Christ is perfect love. So the more that we are seeking him, the more we are going to be able to cast out this fear that we're operating in. And it seems so simple. And that's because it is simple. The source of all of our answers is Jesus, is the Heavenly Father, is the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. That is our source because they are the ones that got us here in the first place. Jesus is the one who died for our sins. The Heavenly Father breathed life into Adam and Eve and into humanity. And then called us to participate with him when we screwed up think about us as parents how many times do we look at our kids who mess up throughout the day the toddler who is mean or screws up with their sibling or doesn't listen and do what they're told and we choose to not let them operate with us anymore now there's something to say about consequences right and taking away privileges but if we're extending that beyond a reasonable principle then we're not operating the way that the father asks us to operate with our kids. We're operating in fear that that kid is just going to keep screwing it up. But we're also depriving them the opportunity to learn. And that is a lesson that the father shows us in scripture is that, yeah, Adam and Eve messed up. We got kicked out of the Garden of Eden and it was crappy. It sucked. But he didn't just say you got kicked out. You're abandoned forever. Goodbye so long. He said, you might have screwed up but I am going to send you someone to bring you back because I want you here. And we moms feel that with our kids and we need to employ those principles, even when it comes to working against the spirit of fear. So you've identified fear. You've identified where you're operating in those lies. And second is to renounce it in the name of Jesus Christ. I renounce the spirit of fear of pregnancy, fear of birth, fear of anger, fear of messing up, fear that I'm not good enough. I break its power and I cast it to the foot of the cross for you to do with as you choose. It is your option to put in the words that you need to, however many you need, however many you feel like you're operating in, whatever it is. It is your choice to work with the Father and to invite the Holy Spirit into that prayer so that you are saying what the Father is prompting you to say. So don't just take the words from this podcast. Those are examples. Those are some of the ones that I have worked through myself, but you will have your own. So invite the Holy Spirit in and then start to renounce the things that come to mind. It really helps if you write down those fears so that you have them in a tangible place. You can look at them and then you can renounce them one by one and you don't forget them. Once you have done that, you need to invite the Holy Spirit to fill you where you need to be filled. I love 1 Timothy 7, where it talks about how I do not operate in a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and of sound mind. And I think that's a great scriptural declaration for you to make. That's a great place to start. So go to 1 Timothy 7 and say, I do not operate in a spirit of fear, but of one of power, love, and sound mind. Because if there's anything us moms are constantly asking for, it is a little more power, a little more love, and a little more of a sound mind. I don't know how many times I joke about my sanity being out the door. I don't know how many other moms joke about that, and I probably shouldn't. But in my humanity, I go, okay, I'm kind of losing my sanity here, and I don't know what to do about it. And this verse points to something greater because we find power in Jesus Christ and in our Heavenly Father. We find love in our Heavenly Father. We find a sound mind through discernment through the Holy Spirit. And that's really what this is all about, about getting rid of this mindset of fear because the Father didn't give you his children because he knew you were going to screw up. He knew that you would mess up things. He knew that your kids might have wounds in the future. But that's why he gave us these tools so that you could walk through it with them. So that you could recognize and begin to discern in your own life where you might be operating in fear. And then you can tangibly, physically, verbally out loud, get rid of it. And that is an important key. So I guess a little bonus thing here. You need to say it out loud for two reasons. One, anything that is not of the Lord that is operating does not have access to your mind. Can't read your mind. So you need to verbally say, in the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the spirit and I cast it away so that it knows it has to go. Now I'm talking in a general sense. There are a lot of caveats. We're not getting into possession or any of the craziness on that side of the spectrum we're just talking in general they cannot read your mind they were not given access they are not supposed to have access so verbally declare your freedom say i renounce it i send it away any door that i have opened to allow it to influence me is closed now I ask the blood of jesus to cover me protect me from it coming back Declare those things out loud. I can almost feel the weight come off me or the sense of freedom that is brought with the Holy Spirit ushering out those things. And then ask the Holy Spirit to fill you with his gifts, to fill you with love, power, sound mind, so that you can keep from operating in that fear. And any temptation that rises, use the trick that I gave you in our last episode, breaking impulses to sin. If you haven't listened to it, check it out. It's, it's good stuff. And Use it to break your impulse to fear. I personally think that the root of a lot of what moms are going through in life is fear. You're surrounded by marketing and social media that tells you if you do this one thing, you're going to hurt yourself or your child or you won't be able to carry a pregnancy. If you eat the wrong things, if you say the wrong things, if you wear the wrong things, you're not doing your best to take care of your family and quite frankly, it's marketing. They have an audience that they're trying to sell to. They have a perfect consumer image, so to speak, that they have designed, and they have identified a key problem that that person is facing, and their marketing is trying to offer a fix to it. But as we know, we are not made for the things of this world, but we are made for heaven. So While those things, books, nutrients that help support pregnancy, whatever it might be across the scale, a belly band to support a growing baby, or anything else that you might see, can be helpful, they should not be a source of fear that causes you to stress about the very existence of them, that causes you to change your mind about how you should be operating in the day to day. And if that temptation comes up, step away from scrolling or just say, Lord, is this something I need right now? Is this something you're inviting me to try to help me better this, that, or the other? But our solutions should always be in line with the father's solutions. And if we're constantly seeking his heart, we're accessing that full communication that he wants to have with us on a daily basis, then it's not that big of a deal. He will provide everything. I think we talked about in the Principles of an Encouraged Life episode how it is a pagan mindset to not depend on God, to think we have to depend on self. And in this world that is constantly getting more and more bold about what is not of God, we need to take the countercultural step and be even more for God in a radical way. And it starts by getting rid of this mindset of fear and talking to him more about it. So even if you wake up that day and you're like, oh, I, oh, I had this thing planned and now I fear it's not going to get done because I didn't prepare. Surrender to the Lord. Say, Lord, I think I messed up here. What is your solution? What is your solution? If you take anything from this episode, Take from it that God is the source of solutions, not mankind, not ourselves. And all the time that we're talking to him, we can seek his solutions. The toddler's not sleeping. What should I try? I saw, he, I saw a Pinterest article that suggested weighted blankets when my toddler was not sleeping well, and it helped. It helped him relax a little bit. Now, our problems are not completely solved, and I pray for him frequently that they will be solved soon for his sake and a little bit for mine, but that is still a reality that we can ask God and he can work through any mechanism. It can be a voice in your head. It can be an article you see. Maybe your friend is gonna text you and give you some encouragement. Don't limit him. Just like we talked about before, we're starting to think outside the box because outside of the box is where your encouragement from the Lord lies because you can't box a personal relationship. It doesn't happen. It is so uniquely intimate and powerful and meant for you that you just can't distinctly give it a category. And it shouldn't have a category. That's not what God is about. It is truly just about your dialogue with him. And this episode's goal is just to help you facilitate dialogue around any fear that you might be walking in. Because I can guarantee you, I know this from personal healing, that it's a continuous process. But the more you do it, the more fruitful it is. And I can attest to the power of not walking in fear and knowing that it's gonna get done whenever, however, and the Lord will make space for it in his time. I kid you not, this is about the third time I've sat down to record this episode, but what's beautiful is the Lord gave me the idea and I sat down to the to the recording and it wasn't ready. The Lord gave me these Bible verses we were talking about and I sat down to record it and it wasn't ready. And that came in the form of a baby waking up or a window of time just closing, whatever it was. That is how I knew that the Lord wasn't ready yet. And this morning in class after mass, he invited me to one more verse, that first Timothy seven one to share with you guys. And I finally had the time. I said, Lord, I really feel prompted to share this stuff. Give me the time to sit down and do it. Honor this time for me, please. And he did. And here we are. And I am 27 ish minutes into recording this and All is well, and the Lord has made space for it because it was ready in his time. So just know that if you get interrupted or you're struggling with things, it doesn't necessarily mean it's not supposed to happen. It just means that the Lord might be inviting you to do it at a different time, and that in itself eradicates fear of getting things done, of living in this day-to-day. I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to get this done. I have to act this way. I have to eat this stuff. I have to do this thing. Because that's not what it is. That's not what he's calling us to. And he loves you so much more than the sum of your to-do list, than the sum of your expectations for yourself or your children, or the sum of where you think you're at in your relationship. He leaves that door open. He wants you to, in fact, invite him in. He's not going to come in anywhere you're not ready. As you take this tool for removing the mindset of fear and you start walking through that healing journey with the Lord, He's going to invite you to new places, to new spaces, and he's not going to go anywhere that he's not ready to work yet and that you're not ready to work yet. So identify your lies and your fears and what you're walking in. Write them down. Renounce them in the name of Jesus. You can follow the format I mentioned earlier. And then declare scriptural things over yourselves. Declare your identity over yourselves. And invite the Holy Spirit to fill you with a deeper indwelling of his gifts and all of the blessings he wants to pour out on you. And you can do this as many times as you need. Break the impulse as temptation rises, and then do it with your kids. If you see your kids operating in fear, offer them freedom from the Lord and walk through with them. They will then learn to go to God with their fears. I am so glad that you guys join me for this episode. I pray that the Lord blesses you with what you needed to hear from it and that you start bringing those impulses to fear. You can always reach out. I would love to hear testimonies and share them here, or you can share your testimony in a review anywhere you listen to podcasts, or you can email me. I would love to get your feedback and I will talk to you guys next episode. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the encouraged mom cast. If everything we're doing resonates with you, or even just one thing we would love for you to check out more of what we're doing at www.theencouragedmom.com. Or you can follow me on Instagram at Jilogic, J I L L O G I C underscore. And be sure to follow the encouraged mom cast on Instagram as well. And we will see you next time.